have you here. <laughs> you would hope at some point, and again, I don't know when, uh, at some point, uh, things might change. <laughs> <laughs> and so you started that right off the bat and that end, and that, is that where you looked at kind of where your career was going from there? What what happened then? Like, you wanted to be do this. When do you say this is going to be something I want to do? I think in college, I was in um, uh, study abroad and I was in, in Italy and I I didn't have much TV. There wasn't much English stuff. We're back to the Neil Haley show here on the Total Celebrity segment. And now the media giant effect. It'll be really coming uh, soon. Again, my rebranding myself, the media giant, former pro wrestler, six foot ten. Hey, you know what? Especially all the shows have done 9,000 plus. And we have another amazing celebrity. By First introduced by co-host Greg Hanna from Toss C3. Greg, how are you? And you're excited about our guest. Doing awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to talk to him. All right. So I... I'm very interested, and I got to remind myself back in the days of Mad TV. And he has to bring me back, like do a timeline deal. So he's a former SNL star and Mad TV star, and now he has a podcast, a deep fake podcast where he's interviewed people like Bill Borer and Alec Baldwin. I'm excited to welcome him, Jeff Richards. Jeff, how are you, man? What's going on? Hey, yo, good to be here. All right, so let's just talk about it. Let's just jump right to it. And the way I'm going to jump right to it is specifically enough to look at comedian was that you wanted to be a comedian right out of the womb were you a class clown what was it yeah i just always had that instinct to to kind of pop off or wait for a moment in the classroom and then just you know just try to throw things off a little bit yeah so i always went for the punchline and yeah and always did voices and and you know uh, imitations of people mimic a bit you know since i was little yeah yeah Okay, a little. What was the what impersonations you start out with? What were your favorites? Uh, I started out with Letterman. I used to watch Letterman when I was like twelve. Uh, he, he, it's it's nice to see. It. Good to have you here. <laughs> you would hope at some point, and again, I don't know when. Uh, at some point, uh, things might change. <laughs> 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 and so you started that right off the bat and that end and that is that where you looked at kind of where your career was going from there what what happened then like you wanted to be do this when do you say this is going to be something i want to do i think in college i was in um uh study abroad and i was in in italy and i i didn't have much tv there wasn't much english stuff so i was just doing impressions to all the students and i get laughs and I thought, well, if I could try to figure out how to do stand-up, maybe I could, you know, do stand-up. So when I came back, I, I was in North Carolina. I came back and I did open mic at a club, and I just fell in love from the first night. Yeah. All right. Good, Greg. Well, that's pretty amazing. Um, so, so that's a great question. Did, did you enjoy doing stand-up in front of a live audience more? Or I guess, I mean, is Saturday Night Live, is it is it a live audience as well? And you really can't tell on all the time yeah. on TV, it's real and what's not. Yeah, it's live. Yeah, there's a it, it is live. Okay, cool. And so, so tell me, I used to love to watch Saturday Night Live, you know, when I was younger. Don't have the time now. Plus, I, I can't stay up as late as I used to. Um, but tell, tell me some stories like from Saturday Night Live. Like, like what's something that you can remember? Either like one of the cast members, or I don't know, were you, were you around with Chris Farley at all, or any of those times? Or that my first year was Will Fer Will, Will Ferrell's last year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I remember one time, uh, just a surreal moment. There were a lot of just surreal moments 
one time I was in the um, uh, bathroom, or I wasn't in the bathroom, but there was a security, and I wasn't in the bathroom yet. There was a security guy in front of the bathroom, and Mayor Giuliani was in the bathroom, going to the bathroom. And I walked in, I was dressed just like drunk girl, all makeup, dress, everything. And I just was standing in the urinal, going to the bathroom and look over. There's Rudy Giuliani. It was just it, just such a weird moment, you know, very strange. What did you do? When you, did you say anything to Rudy? I think I did. I think I just gave one of these like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> but yeah, I was full. It was weird, you know, but it was it was really cool. Yeah. And then and when you you the character drunk girl go into more drunk girl and how that developed that character. Uh, I, I was doing stand up in San Diego and there was just a girl in the crowd that was yelling out. I she wouldn't listen to me when I was talking to her as myself. So I just started impersonating her and yelling back at her as she yelled at me and kind of shut her up that way. And that's how it started. Um Basically, you can't stop a drunk girl. You just have to get out of the way, you know. <laughs> That's how that happened, yeah. And then did you think it would go to that point where you're playing that character? Never even thought. Not even close. Who came up with the idea? Did you come up with the idea to, with the writers? Or how did that how did that develop? From, that, from that, uh, that moment with the audience, that dialogue became the sketch for the first one. You know, just uh, being real combative and crying and all the different whirlwind of emotions uh, drunk people have. Uh, well, well. So tell me some of your mentors you had as a comedian. Who there were some of the people that helped you out? Um, Harlan Williams has always been a great guy for advice and a, just a great friend. Um, different people. Let's see. Um, um, well, um, from the show or just stand-ups? Just stand-ups in general? Stand-up show, any show, anytime. Writer, I went on tour with him for a couple of years, and he's a great guy. He's coming on the show this week on Wednesday. Great. Um, and, um, yeah, those guys and Chris Kattan, you know. Um, uh, yeah, those are the main ones. Um, yeah, those are the main ones. Yeah. So tell me, as a comedian, like your ultimate goals as a comedian, have they changed throughout the career to now? You know, because you're talking naming some of these names, they went on to TV, not just TV, but also, you know, films and things like that. Was that ultimate a goal for yourself as well as a comedian to to go further into acting and other films and things like that? Is that a goal of every comedian? Do you think, especially when they're doing stand up? No, I don't think so. I think. You know, some some guys want to act, some some don't. Um, I did. There's so many things I like to do. So I even like to do music, like funny music stuff. Um, but you know, it's just like a little of this, little of that. You know, it doesn't have to be everything all at once. You know, I have a lot of fun with you know different different aspects. All right, go, Greg. That's interesting. You know, uh, you you mentioned Neil. You know, movies and stuff and comedy. So Adam Sandler jumped into mind for that. You know, did you ever work with Adam Sandler at all, either on SNL or bump into him out in the world or bump into him a couple of times. I met him a couple of times. Um, he's a great guy too. Um, but no, never never worked with him. No. Your experience on Mad TV and what Mad TV was about. Tell us a little bit about that experience. Oh, I don't know. I was just so fresh and young and you know, it was like 
you know, I'd started doing stand-up maybe a year and a half prior. So I didn't know what to expect. And at that time, I'd never done any, like, really any acting at all. Um, so I was kind of thrown into it. But I think I did pretty good for what it was. I, there was this one sketch where I played Letterman, again, Letterman. Um, and it was this long sketch. And there was a lot of choreography and there's a lot of stuff to it. And I got through it and I was like, okay, maybe I can do this. I think I can figure this out. And then, you know, got on SNL, you know, like eight months later or something. Nice. I, yeah, yeah. The, those opportunities happen. And so that opportunity happened through Mad TV and different things after doing SNL and different things. Is stand up your favorite thing just to perform? Would you say go out there and perform as a comedian? Yeah, I do love the live, the live aspect of it. Um, I just, I like improving a lot too. That's why I like my show. Cause it's, you know, it's 30 to 40 minutes. It's all, you know, improvised and the guest doesn't really know what's going to happen. And, you know, that's, that's fun to me. Cause you just have to get it on the one take, you know? Um, and that's a lot like SNL, you know, you have to get it on the one take. So exactly. And that's how I just try to, because I went live for so many years of radio. I make my podcast the same way. I'm like, whatever, we're not live, but we're going to play it. So give us an example, deep fake, define deep fakes. I had no idea what that meant. And if we were guests on your show and deep fake, how would it work? Well, um, if you're doing an impression with me and it was a double deep fake, we'd both have the deep fake on our face, which is basically, you know, it's an overlay computer overlay of, um, you know, all these different uh, composite images of uh, the person you're going to impersonate um, or, or just put a face over. And it's just like this thing. It's like a mask. Like you can't turn your face too much this way or that way or it'll blur out. Um, and it's just it just looks really good. If you have a really good uh, camera to film it on, it, it looks very I mean, I mean, a lot of people get fooled by it. You know, they mm. think it's. So I'm so uh, so you're saying so give me an example of the character. So if I said I would be someone, OK, and you could rip on my Kermit the Frog impersonation um, and uh, how I impersonate <laughs> Kermit the Frog. If I was Kermit the Frog and you were somebody so and so we they, they would look like the character as it's a deep fake in the podcast. Am I correct? Am I on the right track? We do, we do it after you record it. OK. Oh, yeah. OK. Put it on now. So that's what. Yeah. No, I just saying what I'm doing now too. I, I'm doing like an unfake. I'm doing it just with no deep fake here and there too. Just so people remember, you know, it's me and or someone at least. Because sometimes you just forget if you see that face and it looks just like it and it sounds like it, and you just it, you just forget. So I think it's good to mix it up. That's what we're doing. Okay, so you do your Letterman. I'll be Kermit the Frog. Okay, let's just <laughs> that. go ahead. Hi, ho, Kermit the Frog here. Thanks for being on this deep fake thing. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, it's nice to be here. And let me just say right now, you look like a million bucks. Well, I'm, yep. I'm feeling a bit green after COVID, but I'm doing okay, by the way. And, and also, Miss Piggy's recovering very well. Right. Right. Well, you know, she's a pig. So don't don't have any grand expectations. Uh, uh, she might, she might go back and forth. It's difficult to say. <laughs> That's great. All right, Greg, ask a question. Now, I mean, I, I never thought I'd be doing this, but see, I ended up doing this before. I, I like improv. I never did improv. Uh, 
Jeff, can I, can I do that? Like, let's say we came up with the two things, you know, like whose line is it anyway? And all the, the how they would create certain things and then an improv. Do you enjoy improv? And I'm going to let Greg ask a question. I love improv. Yeah, it's, it's the best. It's because of professional wrestling, I would could do an improvisation and saying, we're going to wrestle each other. And I did this, I forget, with someone from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And I forget who I interviewed. Isn't that terrible? I interviewed so many people. I need to have a list. And my producer says, hey, this is who you interviewed. I love it because it's easy. Remembering lines is hard. I tried auditioning a couple of times. I didn't like memorizing lines. I like to create my own characters, do my own thing. Maybe I should maybe someday get and do a comedy or something but improv's fun because let's just say we were coming up with an idea that you were going to wrestle me and we could do that after greg asks a question this is me being i guess improving in in the show i just care less i'll talk about whatever that's how i enjoy things when you're in a scripted thing i can't stand scripted so that's why i like improv so is is that one of your fun things where you do different improvs or you had to do that in, in, in acting sometimes or go and do certain things? Have you done a lot of improv types of? Oh, yeah. I've done a lot of improv and and I just like it because it's you're so free and you, know, you don't have any responsibilities uh, except listening and reacting and being in the moment. And uh, yeah, I really like that. But I also like acting because you have to make it seem in the moment it has to be you know you have to really do it a certain way so it feels spontaneous and i like that challenge how do you remember lines i think i find it difficult just to, if, especially if i didn't get a chance to memorize those lines completely if it's such a long thing like a script scripted thing that's hard i never thought of that till i saw what you guys go through if it's like let's say 10 20 paragraphs you got to memorize that's tough that's yeah. tough stuff, especially if you don't feel it and you're trying to read it. How, is it a photographic memory? Is it something actors have its ability I, to do that? I think you hit it on the head. I think the best actors uh, just have that photographic memory. They, they memorize the best. The best actors can just, if they have it, if you have it on tap, it's ready to go. You know, th those are the best actors. When you're, when you're struggling to think of what's next, then it takes you right out of the moment. So Interesting. That's a good idea to look at it, memorizing it like you're memorizing a test like I did in college. I can memorize 150 pages. So maybe maybe acting could still be there for me. Who knows? All right. Go, wow. ahead. Uh, go ahead, Greg, with a question. Then you well, that's something new. We got to explore that a little bit later, yeah. Neil. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so, Dr. Phil. Um, Dr. Phil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you all change your life, you got to make changes in your law. Uh, 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 uh. Awesome. I got up next. All right. Now I'm, I'm going to have to do Elmo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Elmo, and I'm excited to be on your show, Dr. Phil. Tell me a little bit of a more about what I'm, why I'm on here. I've made a lot of mistakes, Dr. Phil. Do you lock yourself? Do, do you understand who you are? Because I'm looking at you and I'm just thinking, hey, this guy don't know nothing. You know, he just, he don't, he's moving his neck around, but he's not listening to his internal problem. You got a problem. What is my problem that I always want to go and sing? I can't define it, you know, but look how you're just, look how your eyebrows are up. That's not good. You got to get your eyebrows down because 
Now oh. they are. <laughs> that's great because you're impersonating, you're going after me. So that's great improv. This is the fun thing. And, you know, and people just talk a little bit more about the deep fake podcast in that way <laughs> that your podcast, the guests, you're telling them a character. Do you like some of the podcasts you've done with some of the, the huge celebrities you've had? What characters have you guys done? So people need to go check that out. Like, what character were you and? Well, I do Jimmy Fallon, you know. That's the coolest thing in the world. Hey, dude, man. That's the coolest thing in the world. It's so good to be here, you know. It's incredible. I found a paperclip the other day, you know. You know what a paperclip is, you know? A twisted piece of metal, you know? I first saw it, I was like, oh my God, no way, you know. <laughs> and who was the guest? This guest was playing what, who they play. I had Kevin Farley do it, Russell Peters do it. Uh, Charles Fleischer do it. I've done Fallon a few times. Yeah. No, but I mean your guests, the celebrity guests. What? Who's who? Do they in person? Who they say that act like? Oh, they don't. That doesn't always happen. That's very rare. Usually, I have them on as themselves. And you interview as that person. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. James Austin Johnson from SNL does Trump. He, he did uh, Billy Bob Thornton, and I did uh, Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka. <laughs> I have to off air talk about some of my other personalities, my dual personalities, but I can't do it here. Why? <laughs> I can't do my personality. Give me one. Give me one. Oh man, you're killing me. Oh no. I'll do Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman, and you pick somebody. Oh, oh, oh! You were talking that way. I was the, okay. Okay, let's just go. Um, uh, I was going to think about doing one that's a, a fake character. Well, I'll be it. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing fantastic. You know, and you know, being here, living in Texas, and no longer in Tridelphia, West Virginia, I I tell you what, I really enjoy how much more interesting people in Texas are. This is this is Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> wow, Dustin Hoffman! I, I I think I might have watched you at one point in time. I'm just too busy, you know, doing my thing. Well, I don't know what your thing is, but it's it's intruding on my space. Don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me what to do. But you got the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is <laughs> fantastic. This is not what I expected. I'm sure Greg didn't expect this. But this is the fun thing, and you're just really good at impersonating people what do you do and i've talked to some major people that have done it like the voice of bart simpson i've had on my show i had the voice of winnie the pooh i've had different people and they talk about how they create these characters or are able to do this what do you is it just practice continue practice listen to yourself you know some of these other voiceover artists what do you do to kind of do it to make it fun what do you what are your thoughts i mean it's sort of a knack it's a bit of a knack but, you know, I think you just hear somebody's rhythm and and it speaks to you and you have an opinion of of how to play it. Because it's almost like it's almost like, you know, not just mimicking, but um, mocking in a way, because you're you're kind of putting an edge on it. So I, I don't know. I think it mostly comes from not really trying, just listening, let it get in your brain. And maybe it's one you can do. That's how I do it, you know. All right. I'm busy doing this with my 
my kids sometimes, and also my former students. I did the Kermit the Frog voice. I'll have to do this one. Boy, people are going to want to get back in this one. And this one is the best. The Rubber Ducky song. Are you ready? And then you can ask a question. You give feedback. We'll just, let's take this American Idol. And I'm going to sing the Rubber Ducky song. And you can be one of the judges. And you can pick any of your characters. Okay? We'll, all right, let's go. Rubber Ducky, you're the one. You make bath time so much fun. Oh, poor little ducky. Most ducks don't have long, and neither do I. This tiny speck of dirt is not just a speck of dirt. Inside are mustard spiders. Okay, that one got a little weird, didn't it? Yeah, well, who's that? That's David Attenborough. I uh, see. I wouldn't know. That's fantastic. I love it. This is this is call improv. Okay, Greg, ask a question. That the final question, and then I might have one more question. No, you can go ahead and take it. I'm enjoying this too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's be, this is okay. So, Jeff, your latest projects is it podcasting, or also can we find you other place, other things as well? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have a show at Oregon's best winery. In um, uh, it's September seventeenth, this Saturday at seven o'clock. Oregon'sBestWine.net. They have great wine, delicious wines. A little small winery. Where's that located in? Oregon's best. Aurora, Oregon. Aurora, Oregon. Okay, so my listeners are in Aurora, Oregon. Definitely check it out. Oh, so you basically on your website is everything there to basically. Yeah. Linktree.com/slash Jeff Richards, or Instagram is the Jeff Richards. Jeff, did you ever think this was going to happen? Did you find out a, a podcast radio host wants to do impersonations? Now, give me your take on some of them. Are they pretty good? Are they okay? Would you rank them? What would you rank them? I think they're good. Um, I think maybe just go even farther with exaggerating it. I'm not prepared today. It's, it's no, a, no. Is that, just a note. I appreciate that. From an expert like you, so what do you think when people recognize you most? What do they think they see you most from, Jeff? Probably the SNL. Yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, I did a few different things, and I got a movie coming out, Mistletoe Massacre, will be out in Christmas, too. So, All right, you're going to come back on, right? You're going to come back on, and we're going to have another fun thing when Mistletoe Massacre comes out, right? Yeah, absolutely. I Thank love you. It. it was a lot of fun. All right, gregstossc3.com. NeilHaley.com, the media giant. And you know what? I'm going to challenge Jeff Richards to a pro wrestling match on the next broadcast. And we're going to have our little promos of who's going to win in the match. I'm legitimate 6'10, 280 pounds. I'll make my comeback in the ring against Jeff Richards. Are you ready, Jeff? Yeah, but I, I I'm gonna be oiled. Oh, no, no, no. That's not that kind of wrestling. You're not being uh oh See, that's that's my Andy win. Kaufman. You're not Andy Kaufman now. Come on now. Oh, come on. Well, I was watching uh, the Jerry Lawler uh, documentary about Andy Kaufman. If you've not seen that documentary or you've not seen Man on the Moon, uh, I love that. Okay. Well, we appreciate it, Jeff. And so, and all uh, your websites, all your different things. So you're doing a lot of comedy. The podcast seems so fun. I'm going to definitely check it out. And, man, you get these celebrities, we're definitely going to have to chat again. I appreciate it. Very cool. Thank you, Neil. All right. You're listening <laughs> and watching The Neil Haley Show, and we'll be back in just a moment.